<laughs> this Perfect. comes up a lot for us. House Hunters? <laughs> yeah. I love, I love it. It's great. It's so good. And on HBO have- Max, there's like 7,000 new episodes. <laughs> what if we did a House Hunters podcast? It takes us like 15 oh, years. <laughs> it would take us, we'd have to go back to like 1992. I mean, we're kind of halfway there with Reba, but still. We're like, that's is it still going on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the episodes that are currently airing that took place in like 2022 were filmed in 2021. So everyone's like, oh, the interest rates are so good right now. So we yeah. gotta get out. I'm like, Fuck you, okay? <laughs> I can't get a house for four more years. I've done the math. It's just not possible. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, I watched the season premiere of Below Deck Med last night. I don't know if anyone else not yet. did. No spoilers. Oh, no, no, no. I won't give any. The only spoiler is this, and it's not a spoiler, but they, because Luca, as you guys know from Down Under, is on Below Deck Med, and when they showed it, they were like filmed one year ago. I was like, whoa. Whoa. So Whoa. Down Under was filmed, like, I'm thinking at least a year and a half ago. It's a long time. So that, that would have been ago. before Sandy, like, hopped in for Captain Lee or after? It could have been around the same time. I don't know. Hmm. Huh. It's weird. Interesting. Hmm. I despise Captain Sandy. I had a oh, jump scare when I saw the, um, what's it called? Really? The trailer for Winter House. I don't, even watch, I don't even watch her season. Why is she there? I don't She's know. on it? No. A, not like as a Wait. full-time cast member, but she makes a lengthy appearance because she's in the trailer. She's now, always- as a man, I'm just wondering, do you guys hate women? <laughs> I hate that woman. <laughs> <laughs> I think we made it clear by your bachelor party announcement, we hate men. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I hate everybody, honestly. I like full-body shivers at the thought of a 21 male bachelor party. <laughs> So one woman is just as bad to you guys as 21 men, just so I'm yeah. being clear. Well, that one woman, that yes. woman yeah, <laughs> is as bad as a dead dog, honestly. Also, um, I'm kind of dying at myself being like, I need my hotel, own hotel room. And then this past weekend shared one, like maybe 150 square feet room with Erica and Michelle. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, I works. don't do well in tight spaces in general. It's and tough. also like with a lot of people, I get like stressed. So oh, yeah. it's not that I hate men. It's that I hate 21 men in two houses. Wait, in one, one thing. So what would you guys pick if you had to go like a small, tiny room with just you and Captain Sandy or a house average size 21 men, Russ's friends? They're not. I only know six of the okay. 21. <laughs> Do I get my own room? Um, I still might have to go Sandy. I know. I think it has to be Sandy. Yeah. Unless I had like my own room, own bathroom <laughs> because I was the only girl. Mm, no, because I'm, then I'm bolting that door at night. Like, no. Erica's looking mm. at me in, like, pure disgust. Like, she refuses to. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't think I like this. It's a real Sophie's choice. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be asked to put my life on the line today. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It's a lot. I had the day a off. a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Speaking of lives on the line. Mm. Mm, yeah. That's a, that's a segue. Well, we are just <laughs> doing it? a special. Well, it's not a special because we did it last season, too. It's a tuba. It's not a three-ba. We got a tuba. It's a tuba. Enter tuba sound here. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> we you saved Matt the editing time. Um, it's because we're going to do two episodes, and then we'll do our last one. We'll be the last episode of season two, um, and we'll do some other fun stuff. TV, what that is. We have to figure it out, but yeah, kind of the same formula. I just set the stage. That's all. Yeah. Love so it. this uh, so we're uh, this will be episodes 22 and 23. 22 of which was titled The Will. 
uh, where Reba's near brush with death has everyone wondering who should get what if she does die. But Reba's only concern is who Van and Cheyenne have appointed as Elizabeth's guardian. Guys, what was this episode? It was, it was kind of dark. It was dark. And also by the end, I was checking the time because I was like, I need this to be done. I'm over yeah. it. I want to pull through it. This might be the least amount of notes I've ever taken for an episode since I started taking. Hundies. Like I, I felt like from the minute we knew that this was going to be about like her life flashing before her eyes and all this stuff, like when we cut back to Van putting sticky notes on everything, I'm like, Van wouldn't do this. Also, no one so the Van, crazy. like the Van I know thus far, 43 episodes into the show, I'm like, this doesn't feel in character for him. Now, the the sub the other plot of Reba losing her shit. That yeah, makes sense for her. That that felt like it, it's normal. And I, we but, can get into it, but I was team Reba for that. Like, I really was. Yeah. But even that was, it was just, none of it made sense. This episode didn't, it was almost like they made a mistake and booked a, an episode extra before the finale, like, mm-hmm. two. You know what I mean? Like, they were almost like, oh, shit, we forgot to write a whole episode. Like, let's just fucking write this real quick. Because it doesn't fit yeah. in, like... I know Russ said this in a different, um, I think it was the Terry Holloway episode, but that could have been take that could have taken place at any point in time. Like this too, yeah. it, it meant nothing to where they are in life, where they are. If, if anything, it was worse because they're they're auctioning off stuff. Eric's like seven years old, and he's like, "You can have my share of the house." I'm like, "All right, guys, calm down. It's weird." Yeah, yeah but dark. yeah, I, I guess like we it. can get into it. Reba walks in the door, the front door, and she's like like clearly disheveled. And basically what she says is she went to her, the light turned green and she went to go and her car stalled. And because her car stalled, she didn't get into the intersection. Luckily because a giant car came and would have like absolutely T-boned her and killed her. So she's got this new, like lease on life, um, at least for five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) And I hated her acting style. She was retelling the story in this like very raspy, like over dramatic way, and it was like making my skin crawl. I despised it. You didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. Slash, she was just being so over dramatic. Just be happy that you didn't die. I don't know. I did like how Van was like, "Oh, you got to thank the man upstairs. You have a crappy car." Yeah. I did enjoy that <laughs> as a cut to the the theme. But once I knew that this was kind of the setup for the episode, I was like, "All right, they can do this well." Like I, this is an episode I think that should you know, be not one of the best episodes ever, but it should be, you know, right down the middle. And it just wasn't. Yeah. I pictured it like it almost kind of like was a setup for like a um, trigger warning, but an improv show where like you could have just yes ended this entire thing. And it could have been funny. Like it could have been every decision that they made could have been funny. Like, Oh my God, you almost died. And now I'm going to do this or whatever. But it was just like, it just wasn't, I didn't enjoy it. I did, well, I do have a couple things I did like, but I'm trying to figure out how to get there because my notes are also (laughs) all over the place. Well, I will Um, say one thing about the theme. I noticed, why is BJ last billing and Brock is second? Is she? Yeah, she's last. I don't even notice. I was watching. I was incensed. I was so angry. Save the Um, bus for last, I'm hoping? I I guess, yeah. I guess. She comes after Jake. Like, what? That's disrespect on our (laughs) queen and our angel. Well, did you ever watch Melrose Place? No. No. Okay. It's a little before our time. 
Okay. Well, it was not before. Actually, it was before mine. I don't know why I was watching it. I was like eight. And I was like, oh, these saucy like, how bitches. How old are you? <laughs> you had your palm pilot out. But every episode of, of that show ended with, and special guest, uh, Heather Locklear. Heather Locklear was on almost every episode of the show. She was the focal point of the show. She was why you watched it. She was the big name. She wanted last billing, and, I guess. And, I, and like, she wanted last billing. Mm-hmm. So maybe... This was was one of those sort of things. Could be. Um, I don't know. Would be I'll hilarious if Reba's was last. It was like and Reba at the very end. <laughs> well, um, she's interspersed throughout so much. <laughs> like, yeah, we I, I know tell you when she gets billed because it's just a lot of Reba in a good yeah. way. Does it even say starring Reba McIntyre? I mean, it's it's clear. I think it just flashes the word Reba like seventy five times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the word of her face for like the whole time. <laughs> Um, no, but speaking of, um, BJ, again, I always jump ahead, but I, cause we did, we can go back to certain things, but I, when Reba does go over to BJ's, um, and she's painting her nails, I do have, to, I did love when she opened the door with her foot. Oh yeah. It was great. Also, was. BJ's baby's non-existent. I want my mommy, but she won't come. <laughs> I, that I was a note that. I had for these Where episodes. I was like, it, right? It's gone. Like, the baby has not been in this episode for a long time. You can't, quote, unquote, retcon a baby that was born and had its own birth episode. Or at least do what they did on Friends with Ross and Rachel and just, they. I mean, it was stupid, but they would at least be like, Emma's sleeping. Or like, Emma is with my mom. Like, it was always like, said. She wasn't there. Or she was just in a, you know, it would be like a carrier. And you would never see the baby. Yeah. They'd be carrying like the, um, what is that? Monitor. Monitor. Baby monitor. So it's like, okay, yeah. I know she's in the other room. Like, that's simple. Yeah, yeah. By the way, it did start with BJ wanting to quit her job to spend time with the baby. Baby now gone. <laughs> yeah. Right, like, because they they enter a lot of scenes together, and it's like, okay, so they're both here. Yes. What's good with that kid? Maybe they got, remember that droopy Jordan Annie? <laughs> yeah, they could have. Maybe she's up in the mouth. Mrs. Wolf. <laughs> the old lady that poops her pants, Yeah. <laughs> Poops they could have just done that as yeah. They could have just added that in there. I mean, speaking of pooping your pants, Brock is like really excited. So when when they find out that Reba almost gets in a car accident, which how they find out, I don't know. Like, is one of the kids like, "Dad, PJ, Mom almost died," because it doesn't seem like they give a shit. All they give a shit about is taking the lamp and taking the dining room table, and of course taking Jake's um, race car bed. But when BJ comes and Brock comes over. First of all, BJ like picks up Reba and shakes her. And of course, like I laughed a little bit there, but Brock is proud of the fact that he's had three hot dogs since noon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're oh, supposed to have two hot dogs a year. <laughs> and he's had three Wait, since noon. Is that a fact? Is that a rule? Yeah, like that's how bad Fuck. they are for you. Yeah, I've I mean, like, had way more I don't imagine anybody's ever had two per year unless like you're the vision of health. But yeah, apparently it's like so bad for you that you're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Russ, are you taking that off the wedding menu now? I'm sorry. Wait, Russ, how, many do, how many do you think you've had this this year, if you had to guess? If I had to guess, now I'm I'm not being, uh, so just hot dogs that I have, oh shit, I grill a lot of hot dogs. I'm going to say, because I normally buy the Sabret uh, family pack for like events and things like that. And we always bring the extras back. And then when we're lit, when we don't feel like doing anything, we have hot dogs and a salad. Sure. And... I'd have to say this year, conservatively speaking, we're at the end of the summer. Yeah. I've probably had, or the beginning of the fall, I've probably had about 70 hot dogs this year. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say like 15. So yeah. to 70. I think I've had 20. That was my number. Like the my the key is like, it's like when I get 
Because I always, you always have two. Like you'd be stupid not to have two. Hot Unless dogs. you have a burger. Like if you're in a, if you're in a cookout and you do like a yeah. burger and a dog, like that's a, that's a move. Right. I do. That's a standard. But like, I'll normally have the, I'll normally have the two and then I'll, you know, I'll make, you know, I'll just, if there's hot dogs out, I'm going to just shove a hot dog 70 in 70 feels high. <laughs> <laughs> really? I might get Seven those zero. glycerides checked. <laughs> um, you no, might get, but do it's, a full blood it's, panel. Just think to about be it. Safe. It's September. Do you eat them in the winter? That means that you have about thirty more to go. The hundred hot dog challenge. But, but the but the the hot dog consumption really takes a nosedive in September. So okay, if I get to eighty before the year is over, I'll be surprised. Now, Russ, <laughs> in in starting in twenty twenty four. Will you track your hot dog intake first? <gasps> yes, yes, I will. Oh, yeah. Wait, so what, yes, what, month are you, what month do you start eating hot dogs? Like uh, roughly um, May, I would say, April? I'd say once it gets a little nice out, once March hits, it's like it's hot dog season. Okay. Now, okay. did you get a, did you get a, um, like a bra or anything when we were at Spritz on Saturday? I did not. And that is why I was as hungover as I was. But we're not counting know. that as a hot dog, right? Like I'm talking about no, no, the same yeah. textbook I'm not hot doing dogs. all tubed meats. It's just. <laughs> no. <laughs> because you guys know I make sausages. So those don't count. <laughs> okay. No, no, that's um, something different. And it is currently bratwurst season. <laughs> It is. It's like, we're doing fast. all tube meats. We're looking at closer to 600, 700. <laughs> <laughs> all tube meats. Hot dog season is winding down, but brat season is winding it's up. It's picking up. Oh, yeah. Wow. So yes. we're really going to need a hot dog tally starting next spring. So let's maybe. Well, no, we'll just Google start it in January. Yeah. I want to see for the year. Yeah, start in January. Okay. You're right. Because you can have, like, you know, who knows if in it's case January 3rd and you feel like a dog. Yeah. Oh, there are no yeah. rules. If you feel like one in Jan, go for it. You have you know? it. Yeah, but that's the thing. Just don't, just yeah. don't not count it. Like we want to know. Yeah, because here's Google the thing: like there could be one every two weeks, you know, from January to March. And who are we to? Well, I'm never going like, to have one hot dogs. dog. I just want to be clear. Okay, so I two, will never have two every one. <laughs> no, but so you're, we see, you are right there. <laughs> if we see one on the tally, that's a huge lie, and we just should double it immediately. Yeah, I wouldn't ever do that. Okay, all right. The you only thing would be is if there's one hot dog left. And right, that's what I was going to say. If you yeah. have a host that only made one per person, are you Ooh, gonna steal someone else's dog? Psychotic. Or you made three hot dogs on Friday night and then you ate two <laughs> and then the next day you ate the third. But that I wouldn't there would never be a next day I would eat the three. <laughs> okay. I would are eat the two. You're not following, Erica. You're right. <laughs> you fell asleep before you ate the third. Or say you have five hot dogs, right? And you're like, yeah. you eat the three, and then you're like, I could go for one more, you have the four, and then there's the fifth. Would you go for the fifth? I'm not, what am I going to put that away? It's going <laughs> in. Because <laughs> I'm trying to, was I going to wrap it in tinfoil? Grow up, Joe. Oh, and that's where 70 comes from. Because I don't think it's that crazy to think that 35 times I had two hot dogs. Okay. I do. I'm sorry. 35 times. There's 52 weeks in a year. <laughs> And Erica that was means, very firm on the two a year th- fact. Like she no, no, no. I mean, I'm not saying I have two a year. I, I honestly don't have hot dogs often at all. Nothing against them. I just don't. It's not something that I I'm like them. buying. I just don't. Um, but I'm not judging it at all. But to say it's really more of a boomer bust <laughs> situation. It's not like I'm ev- like for 35 straight days. I'm having two hot dogs. No, no, it's no more I know. Like right, right. One day I'm having four. 
The next day I'm having yeah. zero. Right. Then maybe I have two. <laughs> then it's zero. Then it's six. Then it's zero. Then it's I'm like very seven. excited about this tally. I'm putting it on my calendar. January 1st, 2024, the countdown starts. <laughs> and if those listening are like, they won't do this. Like we are, again, are on a Reba podcast that started as like a joke. As a joke from three It'll years be ago. So. Four years later we'll, at that we'll point. We'll be so. selling like. Ross hot dog merch by and and I'm October gonna be complete year. now that I'm really like actually thinking about the math of it. I do think it is closer to sixty. Okay, well but, you're talking ten dogs, and there could be. But I, dogs. I think like there could be there could be. I feel confident about sixty. I'm I'm probably pushing the upper limits at seventy, but I I think between sixty and seventy is a fa- is fair play. That's, That's sweet spot. once you got to sixty, like bumping up to seventy is fine. Yeah, because also you don't know how many drunk hot dogs you've had. <laughs> Yeah, but think about it. In the in the Nathan's hot dog eating contest, they eat like sixty in one sitting. Yeah, have you seen so. those guys? They're horrifying. <laughs> I also love Russell. Are Scott you like- dipping them in water and shoving them down your throat? <laughs> <laughs> or are you just happily eating one? Like you and deserve. sometimes there's no bun because I j- I'm I'm, out, I'm watching my carbs. Healthy. Yeah. Um. It's like a casual barbecue. Russ's mom is like, "Great to get the family together," and he's like. Shoving them in water. He's two buckets. Like- <laughs> so now what if you start tracking next year, right? And you're really, like, you're only at like a solid like 35 and you're getting to the end of the summer. Are you going to be, there's no way you're going to let, you're going to want to hit the 60 now that you have it in your head. I feel like or you're going to go, go natural. Yeah. I think you could do a hundred. I think you could do two a week. <laughs> it averages to two a week. Well, then I think in that case, Hot dogs are going to have to take up more than just lunch and dinner real estate. I'm going to have to start having breakfast hot dogs. <laughs> like I mean, instead of a bacon, egg, and cheese, have a hot dog, egg, and cheese. Oh my God. I'm gonna, oh like, dear God. Be sick. <laughs> you start bringing your own food everywhere. Not because it's like your healthy food. It's because like you must consume hot dogs. I mean, I want to say something so gross on the last pod. We were talking about how when Russ had to have this his surgery, he blended up like KFC, like fried, fried chicken. and Popeye's and never KFC. Oh, I'm sorry. And what if you did this with hot dogs? You're like, I got to get to the final <laughs> 30. It's great protein. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so. so we, rock and, rock and two hot dogs. we have to keep it on track. Russ has a hard out. <laughs> but I think we know that we only have two buzz to get through. So we're like, we got a lot of time. Yeah, well, there's really yeah, yeah. not much going on here. So we have to create our own content. And we just did. So that's true. Um, so it doesn't, Brock doesn't seem like a monster anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Russ is standing in solidarity. <laughs> um, yeah, why are the kids acting like they have a say in the will? Like, why are they acting as though yeah. the and house they- that they're currently in is getting left to them and they all have to decide right now yes. for the future whether or not they're going to sell out, like buy out their, their portion? And I don't understand. And the fact that Van thinks that he's in on it. <laughs> I know. He's I like, hated everything about it. I was like, this is dumb and stupid and I don't like it. And it doesn't really feel like it's in character for most of the people to be doing this. Mm-hmm. And I, if you're gonna, I'd rather you just give me more of the other plot than this. I didn't like it. Uh, and it took up a lot of real estate in an episode that didn't have a lot to it that I liked. Yeah, yeah. I agree. The only person it would slightly be in character for is Kira. Kira. But she yes. would be smart enough to know we are children. We don't have any legal say in our mother's will. So it's all irrelevant. It's, yeah. yeah, like yeah. she's bitchy enough to do it, but smart enough not to. Yeah, yeah, she's smart enough to know it's a pointless conversation. Yeah, she's just trying to rile up her siblings. 
Um, I have a huge question for you guys. So oh all this stuff happens and then we find ourselves back at Brock and Reba, uh, Brock and BJ's house. I'm sorry. Did anybody see the silver boot? I didn't. <gasps> no. Okay. Not only was it again in the transition and that's when I wrote it down, it's in the whole scene. It's on the shelf in the background. I was like, somebody's got to see this boot. Didn't catch it. No. no. Sorry. Oh, wow. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I'll put a note. I, I just did thought notice- maybe. They call back her beanie babies, and she says she has 412. Yes. And I don't want to be conspiracy theorist or a BB truther, but those weren't beanie babies. They weren't. Ooh. They were They, they were, were like not the, even the same animals. size, I don't think. They were and a little so, Yeah, some of them looked like the kind of stuff you get at, it, at like a carnival. Like they look like carnival dolls. Yes. Yeah. There were some yeah, people that had to like go out to the boardwalk and <laughs> win a bunch of games because, yeah, they were not BBs. I'm sorry. Wow. They weren't BBs. And to have them on display is a choice. Yeah. Not even on display, but like piled on like a mantle. Mm -hmm. I know. Well, I feel like if this was a modern day show, Reddit would have fucking flamed them. (laughs) But (laughs) like the internet just wasn't quite there. Because they were not real BBs. It didn't exist yet. There was no chat rooms about the beanie babies. (laughs) Yeah, but there would, you know, there would have been a Reddit thread. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. So BJ is like doing her nails. She's doing her, she's painting her fingernails and her toenails. We already established that she opened the door to let Reba in with her um, feet. She also says that she taught herself how to write her name with her feet just in case, (laughs) which is like, okay, great. Um, But the thing is like Reba and Brock start talking about like estate planning and she's the one, she kind of goes to them to see like, what are they um, thinking about as far as like the will is concerned. And Brock tells BJ or Brock tells Reba rather that he's leaving everything to BJ and he just is confident that BJ will just divide everything amongst the kids. And Reba gets really upset by that, which I can totally understand. But Brock is a great point when he says that, have you ever seen BJ cut a cake? Everything is perfect. (laughs) Everything is equal. And because she knows how to cut a cake so well, she can definitely plan an estate. I guess, but what's I was like, it's a I'm, little bit of a logical. No, it's wild. Leap. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, okay. I, was like, um, I was like, I don't know if I can back you. No, I'm saying that that's insane. It's insane. Now, I believe that she would probably be a good, like, I don't know, executor or whatever sure. you call somebody who helps trip. to dole all the stuff out. But like, I, I think she'd be good at it, but that's like the worst way to try to convince somebody of it. Yeah. Who already doesn't like her. And it's all, I mean, it's a big thing to talk about. I just would imagine that there's a lot of people that involves AKA's other three kids might want to maybe talk to the mom about it, AKA Reba. So definitely. Yeah, I agree. Even as much as we know BJ to be a kind, fair person, and I think she would take care of everyone, there is that little bit of doubt of like, well, why wouldn't she meet? Or maybe she might like take more for herself and her biological kids. Yeah. Kid. So totally. these stepkids that like kind of hate her. I mean, she's she has 412 beanie babies. So she's clearly just a little flipping with her money here and there. Right, and they're knockoffs. So God knows if she paid full <laughs> BB price for those because they're not <laughs> even Or maybe real. she thinks they're Beanie Babies and that's even worse. That is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so then it comes out in conversation essentially that BJ says, well, Cheyenne and Van obviously think that I am would do a good job because they asked Brock and I to be their guardians for guardians for Elizabeth if they die. And well, Reba does not take this well. No. I mean, that is 
so crazy to me. And I'm like, they, I mean, obviously I, I do think the plots are obviously funnier when Reba gets like fucked in like a silly way, but I'm like, that is so crazy that they would do that and not tell Reba. Like she's meanwhile, like raising this kid's doing so much. And it's like wildly insulting. Cause even when their mm-hmm. logic is explained, I'm annoyed. It's not logical. Well, yeah, it yeah. makes sense. It doesn't. I mean, I do, I can see the argument of like, well, you know, they are there's they have a little kid already. It's like her same age, and they're two people and not one. Uh, but DJ's younger. But like that hasn't stopped you from like suckling off of Reba's empty financial teats <laughs> thus far, but still high and tight. Yes, high, high and tight, but high just, and tight, but drained Va- yeah. only metaphorically of, empty yes, yes. <laughs> vacant of money and all things with which to do with money nothing but like, in there no right so it's just like it's just odd to use somebody up like that and then when it like i don't want to say when it really matters because it's not likely not going to happen but to i don't know just felt real real like a real strange move even them saying like Towards the end, who gives a fuck? We're going there. Uh, you've done so much. We were trying to give you a vacation. Okay. You're trying to give her a break. Yeah. No, fuck. Off. Like, that's just But, but then weird. I'm like, so her break is when you, her daughter, her favorite daughter, arguably dead, her husband dead. <laughs> dead. And then you take the, like, the light of her life, the baby, and give it to Brock and BJ and say, like, live it up, Reba. Yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Take your go broke chill ass. in the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, go take your broke ass to the Caribbean. Yeah. Like, you have no money, you, no daughter, and no right up financial teats. <laughs> and uh, also, poor Elizabeth, like, living at home with Reba is all she knows. That's her norm. So they yeah. be like, oh, you lost both of your parents, now also move in with Dingaling Brock. Come on. And Cheyenne, and, <laughs> Cheyenne and is like, what? Like, I do like her, but lately, like, and we get to the next episode, too. I won't jump there yet, but, like, she's very selfish. And I feel like that really is such a like selfish her. move. Really she was horrible. Like her in the upcoming I episode. didn't either. But, th- but this kind of started me not liking her, too, because I'm like, they're idiots. And uh, their, quote, unquote, logic is, like, so wildly insulting. And I don't know. They're, I just can't. They're stupid. They're, they're yeah. outright stupid. They're dumb. Yeah. Maybe the point of this episode was to really cue us up for the next one. Yeah. where I was enraged to the point that it took me a while to fall asleep. I watched it before bed and I was fired up. No, I was. I have a lot pissed. of things I cried. scribbled down. Yeah, oh, I cried too. Much. I, oh, I can't even. Um, which, I mean, should we just go over there? I know, because I don't have anything yeah. else to say about this. I have a lot to say about this next one and nothing to say about this one. Great. Okay. Location. 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 Uh, the penultimate episode of season two. Reba is torn when both of her daughters ask for money. Kira for spending the summer in England because of her good grades and Cheyenne because she needs to go to summer school. They trolled the hell out of her with that. Even the producer, whoever wrote that was like, fuck you, Cheyenne. Fuck you, Reba. I was mad (sighs) the minute, like, I knew where this was going Yeah. as soon as it started. And I was so fucking mad because I'm like, Kira's gonna... Now, I don't... I mostly don't agree with Kira's attitude, uh, but she's gonna have, yet again, every reason to feel the way she feels. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like, is her attitude valid? Because has this just been her life her entire life? Yes. Yeah, it is right. actually. Yeah. And the thing is, forget Elizabeth. I feel like it was this even before it was. Elizabeth and Van and all of that was in the picture. Oh, yeah. This was her life. 100%. Mm-hmm. So as much as we get annoyed by her and get pissed off that she's a little brat, I mean, come on. It, well, you know, one of my my most upsetting scenes and all of ours is when like that, I wouldn't have to rehash, but when like they were supposed to go rollerblading together, Kira's wearing the rollerblades all, it just like broke my heart. Like she, like she always takes second fiddle, always, or probably like 10th fiddle actually, um, based on everyone else, in the family is more yeah. important. She takes second yeah. tuba. Because besides Cheyenne, Jake is the, well, not to us, but he's allegedly the cute one. He's the baby. Da, da. <laughs> and he doesn't have a care. Um, <laughs> so like, she's like, the world. yeah, she's. I know the middle child, there's a stereotype that that happens, but she's like the ultimate example of it. Uh, I I think that that's even, not to disagree with you, Michelle, but I think that that's even putting it nicely. I think that the middle child syndrome in general, it makes sense because you're not the oldest, you're not the youngest, you are just stuck in the middle. This is clear favoritism of another child. And that's where I'm like, okay, it's not just middle child syndrome. It's like your parent clearly favors the, another child and not only just in general but and you suffer directly because of it because they're choosing that child over you over yes. and over and over again and that's just so just it's not like you're getting like a baseline of care and this right. kid is getting more like this kid is getting more and you are getting less because so there isn't even like a more. baseline yes. yes like you you don't even i get i understand i'm one of four i completely get you don't raise kids the same right you just can't yeah but it's just it like it blew me away that Reba's take was shit. Uh, Cheyenne has to take summer classes because she dropped an eight thirty class. She didn't fail it, which I honestly, thing. which I I would have felt a little. I would have had a little more sympathy if she failed the class. Or if she was like, look, Elizabeth's been sick all winter. Like, I truly haven't right. been able to. I'm trying to take mm-hmm. care of this kid or I'm trying to work a job and go to school. Like, there's plenty of reasons that I would have been like, you know mm-hmm. what? I understand this girl is in a, like, really shitty position. Not that she – and she's, like, making, like, bratty jokes, like, to jokes about it. Like, to Van. Like, oh, I didn't I didn't go to my art lit. It's at 830. Like, screw that. Get out of here. And even, But even still, like, you, you have a child and you chose to bring a child into the world and you chose to live with your mom and you chose to allow her to pay for everything. They're, they're definitely, like, and I understand to an extent that there must be a lot more pressure on her than it would be any other child who goes to school and who maybe drops classes or fails because there's not so much at stake. But this is your choice. Exactly. Like, this yeah. is something that you did wait did we also explain did we clearly explain the like no so let's get let's go back into it because i'm like we're all we're all so fired up actually i'm getting i'm getting mad i know i'm getting fired up and we're not even there why don't we take it from the very top all right now from the top make it drop here's what happens brock and bj come home they have been in san antonio for a conference and they're considering moving to san antonio um because it would double their income and all that kind of stuff. Now it's four hours away. Reba loves the idea of them living four hours away, but then she realizes, oh, that means that they're four hours away from the kids. Um, so of course that's where they have a little bit of an issue. Kira comes home and she's super excited to give a letter to uh, Reba. And basically she did so well in school that they want to send her to London for a summer program. And it's going to cost $2,000. And she's kind of like, I don't know. Uh, like you could see, she's so excited about it. Um, and Reba's essentially like, no, you're going, this is so exciting. I'm so happy for you. 
um, you deserve to go there. That's when we already kind of discussed the fact that <clears throat> we then go to Cheyenne and Van and they're kind of gearing up to tell Reba, oh shit, um, we're losing our scholarship essentially. And not only with that, then they would potentially, well, they would lose daycare for Elizabeth because Cheyenne's not considered a full-time student because she dropped classes. So in order for Elizabeth to have childcare next year, she would have to be enrolled in these full-time classes and take additional ones that she dropped, uh, which is going to cost more money. So now Reba's like, oh, now I have two kids who need money, which to be fair, one who needs money all the effing time. Yeah. yeah. To make it worse, she told Kira, when Kira told her the news she got accepted, she's like, ah, it's it's silly anyway. Like, I know we don't have the money. And Reba said, I'll find a way. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, she basically so Kira got her hopes up. Yes. And Reba did find a way to find the money, but ended up giving it to Cheyenne instead. Yeah, because yeah, oh. I think like, Brock and her agreed to go a thousand and a thousand and splitsies. Um, though I, I I know this wasn't an option that was presented, and I know they just bought a house, which is what we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, but Brock, you're not as poor as you say you are. Yeah. You just aren't right. by the way they. They, they conveniently write him to be that way every now and again. But I'm like, you have money. Well, like, he golfs, for example. So, like, and he made a joke that it's like, I you, wish it you was You know a place where you can golf, golf for $50? Right. Yeah. So, to me, I'm like, and if I'm Reba, I would, like, be like, first of all, I cried as a viewer. And I would, Don't like, golf I would 20 call times. my husband and be, ex-husband rather, and be like, look, I can't do, we can't do this to Kira. The poor girl gets nothing. Like, she always gets pushed to the sideline. And I think, like, because I'm going to stay on the Kira plot for a second because it's just easier. But I think this, the the saddest part for me, too, is Reba basically has to tell Kira. We, we already said, Michelle or someone said this, that she can't go. So Reba's making her cookies, trying to, like, you know, sweeten the, the deal there. Like, you know, make her not feel as bad. And Kira, like, handles it like a champ because she doesn't know the Cheyenne portion yet. Like, she's like, oh, no, Mom, I know. Like, I, I didn't think we'd have the money. Like, so understanding. Tragic. Broke my heart. I cried. I'm seething. I hated that because I knew, I knew, like, Reba's not going to leave it there, which would be, like, the easiest thing in the world to do. But she's not going to do that because it's too easy for her. Reba's going to tell her the truth. And that truth is going to fucking destroy them. Yeah. And I just didn't, I, I hated it. I mean, it was yeah. great. It was good TV. No. It, it, I think when you consider like, like the, what I think this whole season has really been about, yeah. it's Kira and Reba's issues with each other. Like that's, that's been where the most, where like the actual drama is in the show that I give a shit about is their relationship. I want them to work it out. And at this moment in time, I'm like, shit, Kira's, Kira is anything She's done. she says and does next, I get. And I knew what she was going to do. And I fully yeah. supported We called it actually a while, mm-hmm. a long time we ago. Did. I can't remember which episode. But. I knew it. I knew it. As soon as the, the other plot was Brock and BJ finding a house basically down the street. I was 26 like, oh. seconds away. I was just going to say that. So like to add a, like that did add a little levity, at least BJ first coming in, running through, running through the door at um, Reba's no knocking or whatever with a stopwatch, 26 seconds door to door. And they're like, <laughs> we bought the house like next to we're behind them, which like, by the way, hilarious. And I'm loving that that's the case to get them like in a better vicinity. Cause Russ, you said once too, like, in, you know, BJ would be a great like neighbor character, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. popping by. And I'm like, well, that's kind of fun. Yeah. And now she can pop by a lot more without needing the Brock excuse, which I love. Yeah. Right. So it's just, it, it's there. The, the show is setting up a significantly better 
future yeah. and season three. And you don't have to make as many excuses for characters being together. But I, I just have to say one last time, I know we're going to beat a dead horse here. I, I'm still, I'm still so fucking mad. So at Shy Van. Cause like, and Cheyenne took the check. I was like, you little, I, 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 but I was like, tell me she's not going to take this money. Get a fucking job. I, I'm first off. I'm sorry. Then you're just not a full-time student yeah, and you're going to have to figure it out. Like Reba's had to do for you. One parent goes to school. My parents, okay. raised four children. My parents worked like three jobs each at a time. Because yes. they wanted us to go to school. Yep. They put us through Catholic school for our entire lives because that's, you know, the best education you can get, like, where I live. And that's what they wanted to do. My parents worked three jobs. They they just, that's what you mm-hmm. do. You, you do well, that for Cheyenne your children. and Van aren't even paying rent is my thing. Like, you're, that, you're at a house or, 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 like, really working in any real way. Like, Why can't you, they go okay. to school during the day and one go to night school? My dad went to yeah, night school. Exactly. Why can't it's, you do that? And here's the thing. I'm not even as annoyed with Shyvan for taking the check. I'm disgusted with Reba for giving it to them. Yeah. It's not. Yes, yeah. they shouldn't have yeah. taken it. However, we already established that they're selfish pieces of shit. Yeah. And not true. only is Reba choosing, yeah. of course, and not only is Reba choosing Cheyenne and Van over her daughter, she's choosing Elizabeth over her daughter. And that's her granddaughter. Yeah. And she, Kira had no say whether or not that kid comes into the world. And now she's getting chosen below her her niece yeah. too are you serious I'm and pissed. my other thing is i can under i can d- don't freak out let me finish because you're not gonna like my start i can understand why she gave cheyenne the check given the daycare situation <laughs> however oh, sorry michelle we lost you there can, <laughs> <laughs> considering a thousand dollars was all that they had to get i know that's a lot of money especially if you're broke but between four no five adults if they yeah. all chipped in and Kira said I'll babysit for a while because the trip's not until the summer, they could have come up with a thousand dollars if it was a priority for them. But yeah. they just made it clear Kira is not a priority. When exactly. she yeah. didn't have the five hundred for the car repair, she found a way to get the five hundred. That's a priority. Right. And right. then gave the thousand dollars is a lap but between five adults. You can figure out a thousand dollars. I would say Van, yeah. whatever you're making, landscaping or whatever that is, like. If there's any way we can put Kira's thing on a paper, I get it. You need this money tomorrow, which also poor form on you knowing, like, how didn't you know this? Yeah. Like, why didn't you know that this was going to affect your child's daycare? How don't you know that? I'm just realizing something. Van has rich parents who bought a pony last episode. Right. Why can't they borrow money from them? them? Why can't they pay for, why can't they have them watch the child? Yeah. There's so many other options. They don't give a shit. Yeah, right. it's weird. And neither does Reba. She doesn't even yeah. try to figure something else out. And Brock's not even involved. No. I was like, I was really, and I don't care that he just bought a house. Like, you have you have money lying around when you're doing mm-hmm. that. It's like, oh, yeah. maybe I have a little less money to take care of this repair or that thing or whatever. We'll have to deal with uh, not being able to paint the whole house. Like, yeah. There's a, like, we're talking about a lot of money, but also yeah. not a lot of money. But also, like to Michelle's point, like there's t- there's like, yeah. I don't know when the payment was due. They didn't say, but even if there's one scene where it's like somebody saying to Reba, uh, Kira rather, when is the payment due? Like, we, let's see what we can do. Can we give you know fifty percent upfront, and we, we will yeah. all we will like 
just to Michelle, like echoing what you're saying, like make a plan and be like, we're going to try and do this. Like, so, but like, I'm trying to put out this fire, but like this fire is also important to me. Yeah. That kind of But deal. leave Kira out of it because that's making Kira guilty, feeling guilty for everyone yes. scrambling and doing the most to send her there. Then it takes away from like her experience of going. Yeah. Like to involve her in like all the stress and anxiety. It's like, well, what's the freaking point? Like I would be like, well then don't do it because at this point it's just going to be a lot more, it's just going to be too much to deal with. So just whatever, yeah. don't do it then. Like just, I mean, I know of course this is a TV show. <laughs> it's right. fake. And it's it's so so fun. But it's also like your daughter real is, is now granted it's fake and it's TV. None of it's real, but she was smart enough to, to have an opportunity to, tr- to yeah. have a study abroad opportunity, like a wor- a world opening study abroad opportunity. Like, that could be opening all kinds of doors for her for college so that she doesn't have to pay for shit. Yeah. Right. And you're going to let that go by the wayside. Yeah. I am livid. Disgusted. Especially as a counselor, Russ. Yeah. And not to add fuel to your fire, but she earned that opportunity. Cheyenne got rewarded for fucking up her own opportunity. I so, And I completely get that kids, most of their job is to fucking fuck up. But our job is not to reward that and right. to set some kind of boundaries. Like, I'm not going to lie and say that if I, I I would try to do whatever I can to make both happen. But Kira's going. Yes. Right. Yeah. Kira's going. I'll do whatever extra I can scramble. I'll 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 say here's what you here's two hundred bucks or whatever. Go tell them. Go get on a payment plan. Do something. Go Call to school. Go talk to the financial aid office. Figure something mm-hmm. out. You don't need all 2000 right now. You probably just need it all before you're done or they're not going to give you your transcript. There'll be a hold on your account or whatever. Who cares? We have time for that. Yes. Right. Figure it. I just, it just, it drove me nuts that no one tried to find a creative solution because it's TV. Yeah. Right. It was- <laughs> because now it just left me hating them. <laughs> and then put the onus on Cheyenne to find the solution, which is who it should have been. Yeah. Figure yes. it out. Like, swallow your pride, take a loan from Van's parents and- and like set it up like a real loan, like I'll pay you back at yeah. this. Amount or every sorry, month. like you are gonna maybe you have to take a pause on your education. One of you yeah, and you one of you has to full time watch the kid at home. Yeah. Again, no rent. You don't pay for food, so like you know it's not like you're gonna lose your house. It's like okay, sorry guys that like I and you you didn't prioritize this for you, so I'm not prioritizing it. And honestly, full time student, like what are we taking? We're taking five classes of semester. fifteen credits. That's what yeah. I'm saying. So oh, five well, actually, no, it's full time is twelve credits. That's four classes. So, like, between the two of you and eight classes, like, you can't find, you can't work it out in your schedule to watch the child that you created? <laughs> like, stop. Well, my question is, is, like, you, like, how many classes did you miss? Because, Erica, as you know for yourself, like, you missed a lot of classes in Italy. All right, are we bringing up my education? <laughs> no. No, I did. No, I did. It's just funny. It's just funny. No, it was anytime, like, I would literally, be, I always did night classes because I was like, oh, well, night, like, six to nine or some shit because there were three hours, but then people would be like drinking and I'm like, <laughs> I can't go. Um, no, I, yeah. <laughs> Great. Hey, I graduated on time. I got all my credits. Well, that, I, well, that was my point. My point was more of a shout out versus calling you out, which is just like, well, how many did Cheyenne goddamn miss? Because you can't. Well, no, miss- she dropped the class. She didn't go at all. Well, she, she dropped, dropped it. She dropped yeah, it. She yeah. dropped it. But she obviously dropped it way after the ad drop time frame where you would actually not have to pay for the class. Oh, okay. So she okay, fully okay. just dropped it like probably halfway through and now had to pay for, well, had Reba had to pay for 
um, oh, school I see, I see. that she didn't attend. Because my thing is, I'm like, you just have to like. I mean, you you can make it work. You can oh, coast. Sure. I, yeah, you I can did coast. A lot of coasting in college, and oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't fail. It's fine. Yeah. Um, and look at me now, mildly successful. So yeah. it worked out. Well, here <laughs> we are. Look at all I mean, of us. Coasted to the middle. <laughs> I coasted to the lower half of low. Um, <laughs> so what happens too is like obviously Cheyenne or um, Reba gives the check to Cheyenne and Van, and being assholes, they're like, "Oh crap, we left the keys in their house inside the house," and they're like, "We'll just walk to the school because they're so afraid of like going to talk to Reba." Oh yeah, you're really afraid to talk to your mom. That's going to give you everything. Whatever. Um, so when when um, Reba goes upstairs, we finally see Kira's room, by the way. And I thought it was very fitting that we saw the tuba this episode because we are doing a tuba. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was right there. <laughs> That's on the tuba, but whatever. And a Lincoln Park poster. <laughs> yeah. And what was that like? Was it like Paul Frank? Like, what was that monkey um, thing that everyone wore? That little, like... It was like that little. It wasn't like, Lisa Frank. No, it wasn't Lisa Frank. What was that? Paul the monkey or something like that. I don't know. I'm I'm off. But it's like that thing that was like popular back then. She had one of those shirts on, so it was like very of the time. Um, but and she was sorry to interrupt, but she was rapping a cute song, and I wrote the, down the minutes. So Matt Matthew, can you add it in later? I'm not a baby child, and I look fresh dip because I'm all that and a bag of chips. <laughs> Is it a song we knew? That's, I want to check it out. I think it's original. I would assume so, but what it really showed is a 13-year-old being a 13-year-old, happy that she accomplished something and singing Mm -hmm. along to herself in her room. And then the line that really struck me, and this is what was so upset, upsetting, was after this all happened, she said, well, it pays to be a pessimist. And she's basically stating, I will never get my hopes up for anything because it will not work out. And that is just a horrible way to live. It is. Yeah. Oh my so god, I'm gonna cry again. It was so sad. I know. I know. Um, there were a couple. This is a hard left. But there were a couple funny scenes um, with now that uh, I'm still mad. Pro- I'm no, yeah. I am too. Yeah. But I'm kidding, I know I'm we're gonna. I know we're gonna re get mad several times. But like, <laughs> as a listener, would I want to listen to someone furious for? Well, the our listeners so, I, watched and, and agree with us. No, no. <laughs> They will I agree. Also, I think we should just skip a pit for this episode <laughs> because we're all going to have the same exact one and yeah. get refired up. <laughs> I do. I, I did have a different pit. Oh, <laughs> love it. Well, wow. or we could we could all say that. Then so more, you're a savage. So. Um, if you if people have it. Um, well, no, this is obviously the pit. I mean, Reba's a fucking asshole. Um, no, I was going to say that I did like a lot of the strewn because it's a dark episode strewn throughout, like BJ. Oh yeah, you're right, Paul Frank. Okay, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the monkey. Um, where like at um, BJ does one line. She's like, Reba, I found out that if I'm standing on the toilet in my bathroom, I can see directly into your bedroom, <laughs> which is like She's horrifying. <laughs> and then later, like when after the Kira Reba talk, which is really upsetting, then you just hear BJ at the end like, Hey Reba, I can see you from here too. It's like, oh god, I loved it. That's an actual nightmare, though. That's like the start of a horror film. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's when, when we've said it before, um, when BJ was like wearing Reba's red wig, it's like, is BJ like a mentally well woman? Like, I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure. No, she's not. Well, remember that was when they were arguing in the condo, she said something. She's like, well, I know that I'm wacky, so it's okay. And Reba like freaked oh, out. Yeah. She was like, so because you know you're insane, that makes you less insane. <laughs> um, but I kind of got BJ's point. Yeah, I know. No, she I means. get it. Yeah, because she's yeah. not, she's like, I get it. Like, I'm not. Stupid. I'm when doing you're self aware, it does help. Like it doesn't justify like bad behavior. But if you're self aware enough, then you at least know you're not like 
yeah. truly unhinged. You're like in on yeah. the joke. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's what like actually was like pretty like dark, but I understood it obviously completely is the way that Kira reacted was so calm because yeah. she yeah. already had in her head. Well, guess the fuck yeah. what? So they go across their 20 seconds, 26 seconds in heels around the corner to see Brock and BJ's new house. Um, and they're walking in there and BJ decides to give Reba a tour. And I wrote down here. We fucking go. Yep. We knew it's it was happening. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Um, Brock says to Kira, you know, I really hope that we'll be able to make it up to you for not letting you go to London. She says, I have a way for you to make it up to me. I want to move in with you and BJ. Yes. To be continued. TBC. Literally. And then it did a TBC. TBC, wow, but the way that she was calm. Yeah, yeah. it's fine, mm-hmm. mom. No big deal. Basically yep. like, not, watch. We're done you here. You fucking watch. Mm-hmm. And, and we did, did say, we said this a while ago, like, well, the tension was building and we were like, watch, she moves in with Brock and BJ. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate, like, she's not doing that thing of being uh, like a complete 13 year old bitch. She's yeah. just like, I'm done. Yeah, I've yeah. said to, I've said everything. I've made all the comments. I- I'm, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Like she's beyond over it. And yes. I... Despite not liking this situation for her and Reba, I am currently Team Kira. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like you said, she's not being a dramatic teen that's like, I didn't get my way. I'm going to dad's. No. She's absolutely justified. I was like, I would do the same if that was I feel like she's just like, give it. She's Yeah, she's just like, you know what? Like, I I don't. She's just done fighting. She's exhausted. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's probably like, look, I don't want Cheyenne and Van flaunting around anymore. I'm tired. I'm constantly put to the way, uh, to the side. Although kind of sad because like BJ and Brock, well, Brock specifically also didn't prioritize her to, to, you know, London. But still, but like, I think Reba was more a slap in the face because it's constant with Reba. Right. Right. Um, Reba has been constantly letting her down to her face. Yeah. And like constantly choosing Cheyenne at any point she can over her. So I get, I get just being like, as long as I'm in a house with Cheyenne and my mom, I'm fucked. Right. Right. Yeah. And Brock generally does have a lot more disposable income. So, I mean, I don't think it's going to work out just because of the timing of the show, but I, in there's a, probably a world where she thought if I'm sulking around the house enough, he'll find a way to get the extra thousand dollars. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Him and BJ like can literally don't golf 20 times. Yeah. Right. yeah. There's $2,000. Cause if he was so enamored with 50, you know, it's a hundred, then he's probably paying a hundred. Yeah. So exactly. just don't golf 20 times. Right. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Done. You just bought a house. So don't golf for, don't golf 20 times and there's the money. Mm-hmm. And to kind of just see, like, I see you, I hear you, and I'm out. Like, all right, you said what you said, you did what you did. That's something that I could have expected. And my response to that is not screaming, not crying. It's just simply leaving the situation. Yeah. And it's like the I'm sad dead. part about it is the fact that her other option to to leave is her dad who doesn't prioritize her either. So yeah. it's she's going to yeah. a better situation, but that better situation is still not good. And now in the yeah. grand scheme of things, is, does she have a, clo- like a house over her head and clothes on her back and food in her stomach? Absolutely. But when yeah. you have a, one person who's just clearly favored over somebody else, like it makes your self-worth go down. And that's also yep. important, as important mm-hmm. as clothes and food and shelter. And with four seasons to go, I'm like, this is going to be a kid that like goes away to college and never comes home. Oh yeah, for sure. Like she's going to be that kid who just like has 
these family issues and just, but nothing ever looks bad, but she's at the current trajectory. She will not have much of a relationship with these people as soon as she has the power with which to do so. And that to me is really sad because I'm like, she's what 14 and it doesn't yeah. look great right no, now. Not. And not because she's a teenage girl who is dramatic totally. because she's been fucked continuously. Yeah. yeah. Right. Are we, are we, sucks. are we going to take predictions for the, well, Ross already knows, so he can't Ooh. say anything, but like, I mean, I'm just, I'm hoping that there's not, just I had to be watch another, it. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. Sorry. I, I almost did. Understand. You're going away with 21 people. There's only so much you can do to give yourself joy. Um, so <laughs> I get that. Talk about tubed meat. <laughs> <laughs> 70 hot dogs all year and 70 more upcoming this weekend. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> double it baby. But no, like I'm wondering, I mean, I'm assuming, and this is what makes me even more disgusted is that they're going to make up and Reba's going to promise and she's going to go back home. But I don't want that to happen. I, I want either. her to no. stay with Brock. I would like the season too. to at least end like the season to end that she's that Brock and Beaches. And I would like like going it. Cause then we'll be into season three. I would at least like, like half the season three of her at Brock and Beaches, if mm-hmm. not full. Cause she's still 26 seconds away. She could still do a pop by, but I would like yeah. a firm stand from her end. Yeah. Me I, w- too. I would predict she stays there a while. And then at one point BJ does something that's like so ridiculous that yeah. like for comic effect, she'll come back and be like, Oh my right. God. BJ covered the living room in sand or something. Can I also just say, I mean, Russ didn't watch season three, but Russ has a phenomenal poker face. He's like literally showing nothing. <laughs> like that. <'cause laughs> I'm not. I know. It's great. I also wanted to like, we end this episode and then when we come back for season three, it's like, <laughs> but instead of Reba, it's called Kira. <laughs> three episodes. Oh my God, the theme song, and she's singing it all and all that. She's playing her tuba. And every time Reba comes on screen, she rolls her eyes. Mm. It's not going to happen, be great. but a girl can dream. Um, one, well, this is not in the episode, but I would just want to call it out because it has to be said is like, again, one more episode and there's no Parker overall. And we only got her once or twice this and season. we know we're not getting one at time. the end of the okay great so she's not coming in the finale and i'm annoyed i i don't think guys back. i don't think she's coming back at all ever again i don't and, and i don't know this for a fact i never looked it up i know michelle did but yeah. i can't imagine a world where she returns yeah, why would just, you have a 24 episode season and up to this point only feature an actor once like yeah. every other actor who was recurring and see, well, there were no other recurring actors. Well, let, she's uh, basically Leslie Jordan. Right. Le- like <laughs> Leslie Jordan got more burn in season two than. Which I can't complain about. It's like how Brian did. Oh, oh that's God. fair too. That's, oh, don't remind me. Anyway. It's just, it's just weird. It's a travesty. It really is. It is. Um, but you know, this episode, even though it was really tough, it was a good episode of TV. I have to say, oh, yes. I mean, brought the fucking drama. We all have a lot of thoughts on it, and my heart is beating five hundred because I'm still annoyed. So yes, it was great. Oh, I know. I'm mad the still. come down is going to be a long time. I'm not falling asleep um, for a long time tonight. Like I'm, my adrenaline's going. Yeah, talking yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. I I watched last night before I went to bed, and Same. I was upset. Yeah, I also knew you guys were all. I was like, oh, we're all going to be fucking 
Um, I yeah, read. I know that oh, like, yeah. we never, ever, I don't think we've ever once talked about the episodes, even via text or anything before no. we've discussed them here. And I think that's a good thing, but I almost wanted to text you guys like, I'm fucking raged last night because I <laughs> needed somebody to know. But I was also like, I don't want to spoil what we had. Like, I want to, you know, come yeah. in naturally but i was system. like yeah. erica yeah. just like punches her wall she's like i yeah. am i have a lot of spackling to do today guys <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no, so. same, i was watching today and this was the first time i i really wanted to like pulse check and see who had already watched because i was like yeah. livid and but especially because we're, we're watching our shit come to fruition not in a good way um, but it is it is kind of cool, and I think it speaks to the writing of the show that, like, halfway through the season, we were like, oh, shit, we're seeing something building up here. Um, and for a show yep. that you didn't binge watch, like Russ said before, you don't binge watch this. We're, you know, we were just watching it on air at the time, or Michelle was anyway. Um, we, didn't, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know. No, no, I was going to parties and, like, going on dates. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. right. Oh, no, yeah, I meant, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when your mom made you, yeah. when your mom taped it and yeah. then made you for family time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, if um, I was grounded from my busy social life, then I'd watch it on a Friday night. Because you were drinking too much with no. a lot of hot guys. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think, like, they built up to it very nicely. And yeah, the, um, yeah, the come down is going to be real tough. I mean, I'll, I'll let you know when I come down. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> I'll be like three weeks from now. Yeah. She's like, I'm okay. I feel like I, I will, I will see each other in three weeks. I, I'll see if you're calm. We're all calmer by then or for, for I don't know. Guys. Erica's going to be like, I checked myself into a facility. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> take a break. I just need it's a like break literally an anger like, management facility. And they're like, what's wrong? And you're like this episode of Reba. Well, I have anger issues in general. Like I've never hurt anyone, but like I let my anger build up to an extent where it's a problem. Um, and I do too. This did not help. Because it's anger on someone else's behalf. Because I'm passionate about being fair and respectful and those things. And when those things don't happen, it makes me enraged. One of my favorite things, Erica, like one of of the housewives, Teresa um, Judas, Erica's always like, I feel like, well, maybe not still. This was a while ago. You were like, I just want to speak for her because I'm so angry that she, I know what she wants to say and she can't say it. Yeah, like if someone can't articulate their point, like I want to be their mouthpiece because I feel (laughs) like a lot of people are misunderstood and then they're read as like crazy or aggressive. And I'm like, no, they're just upset and fired up because they feel hurt by something and I would love to be the mouthpiece for those that are not hurt. Now, did Teresa Judas maybe take it too far recently? Yes, but I'm talking back in the days where she yeah, was I, I'm not and stuff like that. Yeah, yes, I really I, want I to speak for her on her behalf. But yeah, it's only because I <laughs> I care. <laughs> I care about people 20 years ago. I would literally love if you were just like for hire a mouthpiece. Like you were like, I will. I'm, I got it for That'd you. Be great. If anybody has anything, let me know. Erica cares about the underdogs, aka millionaire reality stars. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. about the underdogs russ cares about the hot dogs jenna cares about yes. actual mm-hmm. dogs and michelle cares about her dogs her friends <laughs> oh my we're God. gonna cut that D- that, that was a stretch that, that was so really much. tough and please cut that Matt. <laughs> i don't even get it and i it doesn't make any sense i'm still <laughs> I like, I have a dog. jenna's a cat I person a I, just, well, I, I, love I was like i might animals. be the only one here who has a dog <laughs> you are you are <laughs> I do love dogs. I love all animals, but um, I d- could we peek and pit it? Should we? Time. We should. Yeah. Shall we? I mean, Russ has an HS. So yeah, he has an HS. And- yeah, I oh, mean, I it, it, it's it's. I mean, the peak. Is, I think episode twenty three, seeing the payoff of uh, lots of predictions occur, was a real peak. It 
I'm happy to see kind of like Erica just mentioned that the show was, was doing a thing we thought it was doing and paid it off. Uh, I am just so absolutely livid with (laughs) so many characters, so many people in this episode of television who are not Kira. Everybody made me mad. Every single person. This is also the first episode where I noticed uh, Jake has a funny way of, or not a funny way, because nothing he does is really funny. <laughs> but I've noticed every time he delivers a line, he runs out of the room. Has anyone noticed that? Yeah. I, yeah. I think yeah. I wrote that. It's like the only movie he makes. Yeah. Like he yeah. says something, it, the, even these two episodes, he said something and then he ran down the stairs or ran up the stairs or ran out of the room. It's like, is he not as good enough of an actor to even be there for someone's response? No, he's not. They're just like, say it and get to step. And it's like someone is spraying him with a hose. He's running away so fast. It's there's weird. A, there's a producer at the top of the steps with like a Kit Kat bar. Like, come on, come up, come yeah. on. Yeah, and he just, I was run, thinking, he bolts. Yeah. Producer behind him with like a fucking snake. Like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like runs away. Because he moves, he, <laughs> yeah, he books it. He books but yeah, it. everybody, everybody sucks. Kira rules, yes. uh, and that's the pit. It I team Kira. Yep, love it. I have mine ready. Um, so my peak, uh, well, one of my peaks is um, that BJ and Brock moving in next door. I just mm-hmm. love that they're going to be closer. I feel like that's going to really like pay off, especially with BJ. Like unprompted, she already pops by, but now more excuses to go sans Brock and just be around more because we always love more BJ. Um, and then my second peak is Russ telling his hot dogs next year. I truly can't wait. Um, like I like, I like need it. I'm just telling so excited. I am thrilled. Um, and my pit obviously is Team Kira. I like just to your point. I Russ, I despise everybody else aside from her in that episode. But one thing that I also despised specifically about Reba, aside from like everything she did when she was eating those pinwheel cookies in Kira's room, she brought up, she like, didn't like it and wanted to spit it out and spit into a trash. And there was like no liner in the trash. Mm, yeah. I couldn't deal with that. I thought the same. It was like, and I was like, that's nasty. Yeah. Anyway, she was nasty. Zero respect for for the trash. For Kira and her room. Literally throwing up in her room and then telling her she can't go. Literally your trash, Reba. That's all. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go my, Pika will say is how it's not even about the show. It's how we all feel about the show. I feel like we were all so on board with the first episode being so freaking stupid. Um, so my peak is that we could find joy in that. <laughs> That's yes. all I really found joy in, in these two episodes. So I'm going to take what I can get. Um, the pit clearly justice for Kira. Um, but the way, the way that Reba was, here's the thing. This is my pit now. Obviously, this all happened with with Kira, but it almost was like Reba was acting a little bit like the victim when she was at the stove on the island or whatever, and she's cooking, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah, I got you the, the check. It's right there on the table. Like, she was, like, annoyed that she was giving them the check. It's like, no, no, no. You have no right then don't. to victimize yourself yeah, you in have- any way. If you're going to give them the check, then you stand up like an asshole and give them the check and say, yep, I'm giving you the check, and... You know what I mean? Like, don't sit there and get like, oh, yeah, yeah go ahead, you Cheyenne, still have take a choice. the check. You yeah, have a choice. Exactly. So do not victimize yourself. How dare you? There's one victim in this situation, and it's Kira, and that's it. And don't try to take that away from her. I didn't like it. Hashtag justice for Kira. Agreed. Let's get it trending. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who's Kira? We're like, um, Hart? <laughs> Kira Hart. <laughs> From season two, episode 23 or whatever. Okay. Um, My peak is, so in the will, BJ had pin straight hair and she looked flawless. I don't know mm. if you guys remember it. She, she looks so good. And the fact that that's my only peak from these two episodes, I think, says a lot about the source material, not about yes. us. Um, my pit, I mean, I hate to be predictable, but it's also the treatment of Cura. I mean, sickening. And then mm-hmm. I also, like, they're all assholes. I, I'm more mad at Brock because I know that he does have the money to pull from somewhere. Yep. And even when um, Rebo's asking him to pay at the second half, she's like, come on, you know, I'll pay you back. Why would she have to pay him back? It's his child. Like, yeah, yeah. I, just, I hate their whole dynamic where everything does fall on Reba, um, and he only pitches in like in dire emergencies, and then he didn't even pitch in here. So fuck him. From what we know, I mean, he could potentially pay. Who knows if their mortgage is paid off? Like, maybe he pays all the bills for the house, and she's just re- responsible for their schooling. I mean, we don't know. I'm not like trying to say that Brock is anything special, but the way that Reba takes it on herself is almost like. These are the things that she agreed to pay with, pay for. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the thing is, she's been working full time for a while. So I'm like, if he is taking care of the majority of the bills or mortgage, then you shouldn't be this broke all the time. You're right. You no. Manage better. You're right. Well, yeah. But whatever. You're right. Um, yeah. Dark. I mean, it was good. It was it was a tough episode. Well, we we mm-hmm. we know that, but I am excited for the finale. I'm um, so excited. The Wanba. Um. And whatever else we have in store for that Wanba DVD. Yeah. It's TV groundbreaking, a tuba we've never done. I know. I thought we did a tuba last year. Did we? We did a we did a Wamba. We just did oh, a simply did a, Wamba. Yeah. We never we did, did a threes tuba. into a one. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because we were saying, do we do a fourba okay, or a tuba and tuba? And we said we'll do a three and a Wamba. Oh, yes. So we're doing a tuba. And this is a tuba and a Wamba. Okay, mm-hmm. great. I love it. On a lighter note, and in thinking of things to come, when you do the hot dog tally, can you make it a live tally, like a shared Google Doc or something? Oh, I assumed. I'm yeah, going to have to sure. make it right after this call. It's going to be like yeah. – Yeah, just share wanna, it with me. I want to be able to go in, to your point, Michelle, and just see yeah. like where is – how is he trending? Yeah, I want to yeah. be like, yeah. ooh, we just passed Memorial Day weekend. I bet he had like eight or ten. Like I want to be able yeah. to check in. I want to see the It'd also be live. cool to have a multiplier that's like at this rate. He'll have had yeah. this many. <laughs> I'm thinking that. Like, do we know someone who can create this? Swipe? Yeah, Jake can do like graphs, and like, I'm gonna see if he can maybe make us like a little pivot table that kind of like brings in sort of like the data. I would yeah. love a yeah. pivot table. Yeah, yeah. We wanna, yeah. We want to see how he's trending throughout the year. Yeah. I almost wish we could get like a site going, like a te- like a like a live tally, so that like our <sighs> listeners could check in every once in a while, like Russ's Hot Dog Yeah, but we could just like screenshot him and throw it on IG. I'm just saying in a perfect world, we would have something like a ticker going, you know, and then like yeah. it would send out like it would send out a push notification every time you had a hot dog. <laughs> and you know what I would love if, you, if, the, if the push notification is like one and the they're like, oh, and then it's like three, four, five inches <laughs> like rapid succession. <laughs> I would love it. Uh-huh. I'm at work one day and I'm just getting like, Rose just had two hot dogs. <laughs> I would love it. Uh, wait, yeah. I, I can't wait. because Now we can get sponsored by Tums. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, we can. Oh. Tums and, would you say Sabret? Sabretis? How do you say it? Sabret. Sabret. Okay. Sabret. Yes. The, the, best, the best hot dog out there. 
What really? would be say I, say you couldn't get Sabret? What would be your second choice? Uh, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a toss up between a, a Hebrew National or a Nathan's. Yeah. Oh, not even I, a ballpark. I thought you'd go ballpark. What about Kayam? No. Those ones are good. Kayam Kayam are good, but I I like one. I think a Sabret is the best hot dog, and then I think those two are second. And the thing I like about them is. You will find them wherever you go. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Our new thing is it's a Rhode Island thing. It's called a soggy. Have you had those? They're delicious. Never heard of it. It's so good. My mother's wondering, thinking about it. Okay, send send them on over. I was going to say, are you going to let us know what that is? Or It's a hot dog, but it's just like a specific brand. But it's like they're a little bit longer, and they kind of like snap a little bit when you bite into them. Mm. I love that. Mm. Now, Russ, just so we know, I just want to be clear, and I don't think that this is a thing, but you're not counting like a pig in a blanket. No. That's not a hot dog. That's what I'm, I'm just assuming that you would never say like, well, I had like 14 pigs in a blanket. That's a cocktail, Frank, with uh, some kind of wrapping. Okay. Like, I that's think not. We wow. have to be clear that the tally is strictly tubed hot dog. No, no other, no minis, no mm-hmm. nothing. No. And what's your, no. Pref- what's your preferred method of cooking? I assume a grill. Oh yeah. Yeah. I bought, I, I bought a, gr- a new grill a couple, uh, like a month ago that I really haven't used as much as I would like to, but I say, I smell a challenge. <laughs> yeah, but it's a it's a what you call it? It's a flat top, or it has a flat top attachment, so you could throw a whole mess of dogs on there at one time without worrying about losing heat to the grill. Mm. Because a flat Ooh. top, it's a it's a faster grill time, so I can have more faster, which is pretty cool. That's so great. What if what if you aim to get two hundred this year? You already have such a good head start. I like football season. Would you like grilled dogs, even when it's cold? Oh yeah, I would. Yeah, but like if I didn't, if I owned a home, the the hot dog intake would be through the roof because I'd just be going backyard <laughs> inside backyard. But now I have to go like down the stairs. Yeah, that's and how it is here for us to too. the back. So it's like I can't really just like grill and watch football. I have to yeah. grill then watch. Football. What if you have like mm-hmm. a griddle and you cut them kind of in half and smack? You know how like you can make it like a. You cut it in half and smash it down, kind of. Oh, I've done that. I've done. So that I'm before. saying like that could be a, <laughs> a way to get I'm you. I'm not 100. worried about Russ's problem solving with dogs. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean he already got up to seventy, so he's got yeah. A method. And I almost want like a more accurate read versus your competitive nature. I want it just like be, act natural for yeah. the year yeah. around hot dogs mm, versus right. fighting for what you think is a high number. But I'm also like I'm not going to eat a hot dog if I don't want to eat one. Yeah, that's right. True. You're not going to do it just for for our satisfaction. It has to be for no. you. Yeah, I only eat hot dogs for my satisfaction. Right. Yeah. <laughs> With that yeah. said, once we get the tally going in January. I kind of want to get an initial pop up on January first. Like I want two to start the town. Really? If you're, if you're I'm willing, normally if a Chinese willing. food guy on New Year's yeah. Day, so unless the Chinese food place also sells hot dogs, I'm probably going to veer towards my towards probably Chinese food. Maybe I'll do Chinese food in the morning, and I'll but how finish fun up with will it dogs. be, Michelle, to not know when his kickoff is, and you this just all true. of a sudden check the ticker, and you're and like, get a push notification, and there's like <laughs> yeah, in there. I really you're need right, a push right. notification. I want a yeah. banner on my phone that says Russ just ate a hot dog, and it was a little like confetti, like woo. <laughs> oh, it has to be. And like when I said on Do Not Disturb for the night, I want to find a way to 
make that the only let exception. Let those go through. You yeah. can. You can do that. Like, you can be like, this app will allow me. I'm looking to see if there's some kind of app we can do. I, I think there's got to be. We'll figure it there's out. There's got to be a hot, hot dog tracker app. Well, I'm not even saying hot dog. Like, this is my first thought of, like, people who, like, breastfeed and they have to, like, keep track of, like, how many times they breastfeed. Like, I'm thinking we do something like that, but just substitute hot dogs. Yeah. And it'll be like. <laughs> I'm also going to have to just, like, think from a dietary standpoint about how to negotiate uh making a concerted effort to eat as many hot dogs as I'm going to and also get married. So I just have to like do some quick math on So it but it's okay. Here's my other thing. It's okay if you have less this year. We could track you for the next five years, let's yeah. just say. <laughs> yeah. Well insert like a chip year into your over body. Year, <laughs> year over year. And actually when you get a house, we definitely need to start tracking. Oh, oh it's on. It's gonna be like it's a on. thousand. What we should do too is I want you to go get a full blood workup in January. <laughs> And then I want to get you to get a full blood workup in December. And I want to see if anything happened in that time. You want yes. to do, we should do that year over year as well. So yeah, that year that's five. also just good practice. Yeah. 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 I mean, you got to do it anyway, right? So may right. as well share. Yes. Screw HIPAA. Share it. <laughs> oh yeah. my God. And if your doctor asks you about your diet, feel free to lie. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no one. You shouldn't lie to anyone other than your doctor. Of course. Yes, 100%. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Russ, I know you have an HS. So I do. Uh, so this this feels like a, a button. This feels like That's a, a button, button, baby. It feels like a real good button, baby. Yeah. Which I'll hopefully button. be able to do with my pants next year. <laughs> <laughs> God, God willing, he won't. <laughs> <laughs>